Eagles Entertainment. On Monday, August 2nd, Eagles players spoke to the media following practice. To kick things off, offensive guard Brandon Brooks. Did you, didn't you say yet. Giannis was the top 10 player? Yeah, now he is. Yeah. You're out of your mind, man. Um, how you feeling after obviously you've been missing a few days? How are you feeling physically? Feeling good. Uh, you know, just getting there. It was more of a uh, precaution thing. So, uh, you know, no worries as far as, you know, going forward. Like is, it, is it and how did it hurt? Uh, just my right leg, uh, blocking the linebacker. Uh, you know, uh, it was the run down there a couple of days ago. They broke down the field. So just getting off a three technique and running across the field uh, to block the linebacker. Do you have a target date when you might return to? Uh... Uh, whenever it's healthy. I mean, every year we've been healthy, we've been a top three line, so back where we were. When you saw pro football focus bring you guys like 17, 18, their reaction there? We were hurt. This offseason? Coming into this year, right? Yeah, we were hurt, so... It doesn't bother me. Uh, when we're healthy, everybody's seeing what we can do. Um, what was it, two years ago, we were the best offensive line in the league. So, you know, got hurt last year. I mean, that's about right. Hey, Brandon, you haven't played a game in a year and a half, but you've played a decade in the league. Do you think the preseason is something you need at this point to feel right, or, or do you think just week one's the target? Uh... Nah, I mean, you know, I'm going to get out there uh, for some preseason games, you know, get some work in. But, I mean, I think you said it best. I've done it for 10 years now. I've done it at the highest level. So, uh, you know, get out there, get a couple snaps, and call it there. Is concerned, though, that if you wait that long, that it, it'll take, a, you know, September, maybe a game or two to get into game playing shape? But concern for who? Just in, ge- just in general, not you even specifically. Just in general, if you do hold guys out through the preseason, is there ever concern that, you know, one of the negatives, potential negatives of, of that is that you have to use those games to kind of get back into playing at that speed? I'm not worried about that. Brandon, what has Jalen Hurts shown you early in camp? Obviously, on-field leader of this team, very young guy, so a veteran like you, what's he kind of shown uh, I mean, I think everybody's seen it. First and foremost, he's a leader, and he, he works hard, extremely hard. Um, I mean, he's out there right now with the young guys. I mean, he does it every day. He gets with guys, you know, in the offseason. Uh, he's constantly watching film. He's constantly, even in the hallways, quizzing guys, uh, doing X, Y, and Z. And uh, like I said, first, he's a natural-born leader. Uh, I think that's obvious. Um, guys, including myself, respond well, you know, with guys like that who's constantly, you know, uh, you know, getting you up, uh, quizzing you as far as what's going on, making sure, you know, you're on, you know, your P's and Q's. Uh, you know, it's the little things that, uh, you know, end up taking you to where you want to be or end up killing you in the long run. And, you know, he's crossing his T's and dotting his I's, you know, every day, every second. So. What are your early impressions of Nick Seriani and the, uh, the training camp that he's running? Yeah, uh, you know, I think, with, you know, going back, like with Doug, you know, his practices were a little longer. But, uh, you know, with Nick, we're out here flying around. Um, it's, it's extremely high tempo. He's a uh, high-energy coach. Guys are responding well. Uh, and, you know, he will uh, he will chew some tail, uh, you know, without swearing, you know what I mean? So, uh, I mean, he, he's been, you know, exceptional, you know, thus far. And, uh, you know, love having him here. Brandon, you played a bunch of years with Jason Kelsey. 
what, what's he like? You know, meeting rooms as a as a guy, you know, off the field and that. You have a favorite Jason Kelsey story? Uh, Kelsey's extremely detailed. You know, that's one of the things. You know, other than him being, you know, a great physical player as well, but he's extremely detailed in everything he does. Um, there's nothing that slides by this guy. He's constantly, you know, him and Stout. Uh, you know, going back and forth, you know, kind of like in a, in a little sparring match, you know, as far as, like, getting the plays right, you know, getting everybody lined up and as far as what we need to do. Um, I guess, uh, you know, on a more, I guess, friendly level, you know, great guy to be around, um, you know, keeps it light. Uh, i say a, my favorite Kelsey story. Shoot, where do I start? Honestly, it was probably uh, the parade with the Mummers costume, man. Um, you know, he's he's that type of guy, man. He's he's all out in everything he does. So, Brandon, to some degree, you've been sort of the face of, of you know mental health in terms of football um, and talking about that. It seems like that conversation has has grown over the past uh, year or so. What, what's your sort of perspective on on that and like Simone Biles, for example? Um, you know, when it comes to mental health, you know, just like physical health is is extremely important. Um, you know, I would say I'm glad that, you know, at least it's a conversation now. You know, people are taking care of themselves as far as, you know, if they're not feeling right, you know, it's okay to step back to get yourself right because mentally when you're not right, you know, it can become physical. You can go out there and hurt yourself. You can do X, Y, and Z. Um, as far as the, you know, Simone Biles, you know, first and foremost, you know, I'm always going to support somebody who um, takes a bold step to get themselves right. You know, one thing about it is, when you're the top 1% of the 1% at something, there is no more pressure that you put on yourself than yourself. Um, and I think it's no different with me. But when you do that, it, it creates you or makes you or helps you excel um, past what other people are able to do. So, you know, first and foremost, like I said, I support her. But then at the same time, you understand there's people that will understand it and support you, but there's people that, you know, will not. And, uh... You know, what's been interesting to me, I guess, about it is, you know, it's people with opinions that, one, really don't matter, and two, instead of being in the top 1%, they're not even in the top 80%. So uh, that's just how I feel about that. So, you know, once again, you know, I support her uh, 100%. Speculation in the offseason that Stout might take another job. We had a chance to talk to Jason, talk to Lane about it. Um, what would your reaction have been? Like, what kind of loss might that have been? What does he mean to what you guys have accomplished? Uh, well, you know, I don't think really any of us would be the players that we are today, you know, without without Stout's tutelage. Um, Stout has been tremendous on and off the field. Obviously, you know, you can look at his track record. Everywhere he's been, um, he's turned the offensive line into one of the top units. So, uh, you know, it, it uh, definitely sucked. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, I understand this is a business, but I'm extremely glad that he stayed and that he is here. Uh, Hermes, all the other stuff helped you uh, prepare for the season. You're one of these guys that you don't shy away on social media from showing us, you know, the martial arts you do on the side and, and, and all the other things. And, and it's neat when you pose, you know, like, you know, an ultimate warrior <laughs> and stuff. But, like, how much of that stuff helped you? It, it looks like you're lean and mean and ready to go. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I think, you know, everybody when they're in high school, the most conditioned athletes were wrestlers. Um, and, you know, doing the jujitsu stuff in the offseason, you know, I got in really good shape. It helped me as far as my rehab. I got my weight down. Um, obviously, I'm, you know, back to where I need to be now, and that was, you know, always the plan. But, uh, you know, it's kind of like, you know, uh, cross-training, doing something different, uh, but, you know, still applies to the game.
How big the swing was it weight-wise when you got down? Well, the picture that you know most people saw when I had the boot on, I was like 285, and now I'm back up to 330. Uh, the biggest thing was I just wanted to get down, um, you know, to rehab the Achilles and you know go from there. But uh, you know, I always knew that I obviously needed to get back up because I'm not gonna go out there and get thrown on my head. So, yeah. Herbie's new look, because uh, he, he lost a lot. Got yeah, no, he's lean. He's, he's running around. Um, you know, I'm happy for him. I think it'll be a great thing for him, you know, long term. Um, you know, he's able to, you know, be a little bit faster, last longer out there when they're doing, you know, two-minute drives and stuff. So, no, I think it's a good thing for him. He looks good. How do you put back on 45 minutes? Uh, well, you know, I had some time. It wasn't like, uh, you know, just in a matter of a month. But, uh, you know, eating more, not eating as healthy. Um, you know, I, I put a little bit of Taco Bell back in there. You know, that's, that's my favorite. So uh, a little bit of that here and there. But uh, just eating a lot more and making sure that, you know, the weight that you do put back on is good weight. So. What kind of Taco Bell uh, order for someone who's 300? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I used to love the Mexican pizzas, and they took it off the menu. Uh, I was deeply hurt about that. But uh, I don't know, man. You can go in there and get you, you know, some, some tacos, man. I uh, use the, uh, what is it, the, uh, the party pack, man. 12 tacos in there, so eat six one day and six the next. That picture get you the response. What kind of response did that picture get? Man, I got a text from guys around the league. Uh, Arian Foster said, if you get popper steroids, I'm going to laugh at you. So, uh, you know, I know it was, uh, you know, some people who thought, uh, you know, I might have had some extra help, but uh, I did get, like, three drug tests right after that. So, uh, you know, past those, so all good. Yeah. Next up, running back Jason Huntley. Um, I think it was good. It helped a lot. Uh, so whenever I was able to get in the game, knew what to do. Um, so overall, overall, it was it was helpful for me, yeah, pretty much. Uh, had a prolific uh, return career mm-hmm. in college. Do, do you feel like you can bring that to, to the NFL here? Are the coaches putting you in the right position? Oh yeah, def- that's, I definitely bring that to my game. But I think that's probably what make me me. You know, my speed and then me playing the special team so much as I did. Um, so yeah, I definitely think that'll be a big goal for this year, uh, being back there on kick return. You broke up, you broke up off a couple of really big runs early. How much does that help your confidence going in with the team? Um, yeah, it helps a lot. Uh, really, I feel like that's my mindset. Every time I touch the ball, I score. So. Uh, me being able to do that show that's translating, so that's that's big. That's a good question. Uh, we got a few pla- fast players, to be honest. We had to see. We had to race or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm in there for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm down for it, definitely. What was nice you like as far as being here, but you get a lot of playing time. You got a couple games. Yeah. How did you balance learning and just maybe the frustration of not being on yeah, I just had to uh, just take it and look at it as a positive, you know, uh, take that time, make sure whenever I did get in the game, if I did get in the game, I knew exactly what to do. You know, therefore, I could just play rather than thinking because that's where mistakes come in or you don't make big plays when you're thinking. So that's what I tried to do for that that year. How, how different is this offseason? Obviously, you were in Detroit last year, but you actually get a full offseason to kind of prepare. Oh. How big of an advantage is that That's huge, honestly. Because, uh, you know, I missed the OTAs, so, like, when I got in there, I was in there with the ones off the rip with Stafford. So, like, I got to know, you know, checks, all that. So, therefore, 
be going going now with OTAs is perfect, you know, because now I'm going there. I feel confident. That's why I'm able to make big runs. In uh, college, I want to say it has like, you average like 42 catches per season. Mm -hmm. three years there. Mm -hmm. And uh, no offense, I didn't watch a lot of New Mexico State. Yes. Uh, yes. How do you feel? Like, is that just primarily out of the backfield, or they like line you up outside in the slot and stuff like that? Um, they slide me up in the slot as well. Uh, honestly, I caught a lot of backfield slot. Uh, just the more you're able to do, helps. So uh, I've played both. I did a lot of both. A lot of both. Jamal Singleton had Giovanni Bernard last year. Obviously, Sirianni had the deep lines. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, that's me too. I'm that type of player, you know. Give me a space, just let me work. Uh, so, watching Hams and him coaching Hams and stuff like that, that, that fits perfectly with me. What's your, what's your what's your know about them, what, they know, what they know? <laughs> what they know about them Texas boys? I'm saying that's my home. That's my dog. That's my dog. Uh, it's all nice because I'm over here. I got you, but he helped a lot. You know, a real leader. You know, uh, so. That also helps me on the game. I mean, on the, in the playing grounds, just because. He too, he too cool. Nah. Hey, when you see him come from the other side of the field, yeah. break off a big run, you know, what does that mean for you as, as the QB1 to kind of come over and release? That mean, yeah, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Uh, if I see him getting happy, excited, boosts me up as well, boosts the team up. So when I see that, it helps a lot. I know. Such a crowded guy team. There's a lot of talent here. Mm -hmm. uh, did you kind of take the time to think about where you fit in or not worry about that? No, no, that not not at all. Honestly, I just go out there. Like I said, every time I touch the ball, I make a play. Whether it's a catch, run, if you can house it, house it. Uh, that's how I think about it every time I come out here. Not really looking at uh, depth. You feel like you open some eyes first. Right yeah, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's all I can do is just do what I can do, control what I control, make plays when I can. You're getting the preseason this year. How excited are you to actually put on the, go out there? Maybe have a heavy workload. That's big. Uh, honestly, like I said, I missed that last year, so this is my, really my first first time actually get to do that. So I'm excited, honestly. Go out there and show people what I'm capable of, because a lot of people don't really know yet. All right, cool. I appreciate y'all. Appreciate it, Jason. Thank you. Offensive tackle Andre Dillard was up next. Andre Lane was talking the other day about the you know the, the dynamic in the offensive line room, how much you guys give each other and stuff like that. Uh, what has that been like in terms of the competition with you, you and Jordan? Are they all like saying who wins a day or, or something like that? No, we don't talk about that. We just you know, put our head down and work, man. You know, we don't really talk about the competition amongst each other that much. We do, we do. What? What was that? Oh, I was just going to say we do BS around all the time, though. It's fun. How do you think the first few days of camp has gone for you? First how many days? First few days. <laughs> oh, few, few days. I thought you said two. But, you know, I think it's gone really well. You know, it's nice to be out on the field again after almost a whole year of not being able to, you know, be out here because of my arm and stuff. But it's, I think it's been really good, you know. Knock the rust off first day or two and then, you know, just rolling. So. How are you going about this competition mentally? Are you trying to, like, track day to day or are you just worried about yourself? I'm just worried, I mean, not worried, but I'm just thinking about just right now, the moment right now, what can I do right now to control the situation, you know, focus on what I can control, not what anybody else thinks, not what anyone else is doing, unless they're on the other side of the ball for me, so. So on a day when you're first 
first one off of the first team as, as opposed to the second team. Does that register with you? Like, does it, does it matter those days with the reps the same? I couldn't hear the first part of what you said. Sorry. On the days when you are the first team tackle out there, right. does, does that register differently with you than the days when you're not? I mean, I'm just playing next to different guys, really, but in my head it's the same, you know. What's the play? Execute the play best of my ability and do the next one. So that's all I can do. You've so, gone up against a lot of uh, Derek Barnett over the years. When you, ha when you have to see each other that often and, and compete that often in practice, how's the relationship and how do you kind of keep it from not going? Uh, Me and Barnett? Yeah, how, keep it from going sour. I mean, we on the same team. You know, it's a game. At the end of the day, we, we make each other so much better because we go against each other all the time. You know, iron sharpens iron. You know, we go up to each other after practice, you know, hey, good job on this move, you know, got me with that move. So it's all just making each other better. Uh, Andre, you talked about lining up first, uh, next to different guys. How does that affect the chemistry? Obviously, Isaac hasn't been able to be out there, but one day it's Nate, one day it's Sua. How does that kind of affect you developing that chemistry? I mean, I'd say at this point I have chemistry with all of them. You know what I'm saying? We... We're in meeting rooms all day, every day, on the field all day, every day. And so, you know, we're all really close. And so it doesn't change up so much what we do or how we do it, you know, based on, you know, who I'm next to. So we all work pretty well together. How have you and Jordan approached this whole thing? I mean, I can't speak for him, but I, I would assume, you know, just think, think about what we're doing. You know, don't worry about the other guy, you know. We're not going against the other guy in practice. You know, you can't really, you know, focus so much on that. Just what you can do. How's the run blocking gone? I mean, obviously that was something that you didn't do as much as a lot of uh, tackles in college, just because of the offense you guys had run. And when do you think you'll really get a, a, a better idea? Because you know, I mean, Tart is more of like a passing camp. You can't tackle. Um, when do you think you'll get a really good grasp of how far along you've gotten in run blocking? I mean, we throw the pads on tomorrow, but I think it's been going pretty well for me. You know, from this point compared to how it used to go, and you know, it just can't wait for tomorrow. <laughs> so, in, in talking to us in the spring, Scotland was saying how the synchronization of the group is really important, especially because of, of the, of the uh, vets that you have there. What goes into that, from your perspective, to making sure you're in sync with Kelsey when Brooks is out there, Isaac's out there? You know, we, we talk a lot. You know, what are you thinking on this? You know. What are these calls? You know, just kind of picking each other's brain. Like, how are we going to go about each thing? So we, we're we just around each other so much, we kind of pick up on that. You've gone against Josh Sweat uh, in practice the last couple of years. Like, how far have you seen him progress since, you know, when you first got here as a rookie? How far have I seen him progress? I can't hear very well. Yeah. Uh, um, the dude's an animal, i got to say. Like, he's just a, a freak athlete, and it's fun to go against him because – like I said, iron sharpens iron. He's a really good player, and we make each other better. But he he has improved a lot since you know when I first got here. From from what I've seen, and you know he's a really good player for us. What is it like as a professional to enter into a competition for a job with a friend? You know, a guy that you're, you're with all the time off the field, and you're in meetings with, and. And how do you keep that friendship and then know you're, you're going for the same job? Well, it's easy to keep the friendship because, you know, this is work. You know, what's, what goes on out here or what, you know, jobs are given to who, it's, 
nothing personal towards each other, you know, we're friends at the end of the day, you know, so we just do what we got to do, make each other better, make our team better, and that's, that's it. Five days on three. Uh, seems like quicker paced practices. How, how are you enjoying them? Obviously, you guys still have staff, but different offensive coaching staff. Uh, how are you enjoying the practices, just the way they're set up? Um, I mean, I like the way it's set up. You know, kind of quick, just play after play after play. You know, kind of gets all the all the reps in that we need. And you know, I really enjoy working with this new coaching staff. I think they're all really great, and just, I'm excited for the future with them. Spend a lot of time reading. What are you reading these days? Uh, let's see. I've been reading a lot of David Goggins. Even you know, I'm almost done with the book. The what's it called? Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. It's a really good book. I don't know if any of you have read it, but it's really inspiring. The guy's pretty insane, but it's definitely something to learn from. So I've been reading that. Another book called uh, Why We Sleep. It's pretty good. I think it's like the only book called that, so it's easy to look up. So. Yeah. Your uh, comfort level, comfort level, moving to a new city, adapting to a, a new environment, um, is where you expected it to be when you first got here. I think you spoke briefly about how what it was like, kind of a culture culture shock. Do you feel like you've kind of now uh, adapted to that new culture? Yeah, definitely. It's you know when I first got here, obviously it was a lot different. You know, I did kind of get used to it, but you know, going into year three, I I know what to expect. You know, I know how things go and. You know, it's pretty easy to, at this point, to adapt to just being in a new place, you know, 3,000 miles from home, so. Andre, I see you have a couple fingers wrapped there. Is that kind of, an, uh, is that how you practice every day with your fingers kind of wrapped up or you have a... Oh, yeah, just got a little something going on the first day, so it's, it's nothing. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Andre. Thank you. Quarterback Jalen Hurts took the podium. Again, a cut from the hats. Just showing support. Uh, it's actually nice to see your something like that. You know, like I guess it shows that you're impacting your teammates in the right way. Um, you know, and you're doing something right if they're, you know, taking your words and doing doing that with it. So it's all cool with me. I show support for it. I think um, what's on the hat is a mentality a mentality of rent being due every day and going to work every day with the right intention and, you know, taking steps, being 1% better every day. I think that's our goal as a team, so I'm all for it. Jalen, the other day you had, uh, had a moment with uh, Jason Huntley after he had a big run, came out from uh, the other side of the field. Why is it important to, to establish a relationship with literally everybody on the roster and on the offense? I think, you know, it's a team. We're a team, and I think everybody first is – held accountable to doing their job, doing it at a high level. But that all, that does nothing but creates energy for everybody, you know. And, and that's all we want. We want great energy in this building. Um, we want to support one another, and we just want to build every day. And I think um, building those relationships and doing that with everybody is very important. How much of the offense run so far has been, you know, just basically the offense that they're installing, and how much of it has been kind of plays that are catered to you and your skill set? Um... Excuse me. I think, you know, you get a new coaching staff and you get new scheme, new plays, new intentions from them. Every, everything is different. You know, I can go run a play at Oklahoma and run that same play at Alabama or here and it'd be coached different, you know. So 
I try to be as coachable as I can, take the coaching and go improve and take steps every day, you know, and I think whether we're running, um, you know, some specific for a certain player or whatever, we want to execute it, you know, so learn the fundamentals of the player, execute it, um, know where your answers are and just be fundamentally sound in everything you do. Point of emphasis in, in layman's terms, can you just uh, explain sort of what you're trying to accomplish? I think with all of those things, when you talk about growing as a player, um, I know, I know I, I haven't touched the ceiling yet. I haven't scratched it, you know. And I know that um, it's important to continue to take coaching, continue to take these things, so I can I can grow, uh, so we can help the football team. So um, I, I love those details. I love the little details. I, I love the coaching. I love how hard they are on me. They are on me because it's challenging me to be the best player I can be. So I'm all for it. I'm all for it. What's the difference yeah. when you have the footwork right within a play when you, and when you don't? I think when you have the details right in the play, I think that's more important. When you have the details right in the play, when you have quarterback doing his job, running back doing his job, everybody up front solid, receivers are running the right routes at the right depth or blocking the right guy with the right technique, inside shoulder, outside shoulder, doing the things that you need to do, that, that's usually calculated up to be a, a positive play. Um, and you have more positive plays and positive plays in the game, you're going to break a few. Um, and, and that probably ends up in, in a lot of points on the board, you know, in the end. So being fundamentally sound, taking it one play at a time, but challenge ourselves to execute it to the highest ability we can, and that's all 11 doing what they need to do. Are you saying, are you saying when you're mentally on point, then, then the rest, the physicality will follow, like the incorrect in terms of your mechanics? I'm saying if everybody do... If everybody's able to do their job and execute it, um, fundamentally, football IQ, um, competitively, all that, if everybody's in tune with everything they're supposed to do, I think it's a positive play guaranteed to happen. Devontae being out for like a week or a couple weeks or whatever, how does that affect like your chemistry with him? How much does that set him back as far as like learning the offense and everything? You know, Devontae, Smitty's a pretty smart guy. You know, I think it's it's always valuable to have somebody in practice and on the grass and get those reps in and all that. But in due time, he'll be back, and um, we're going to continue to get better in other aspects, you know, as much as we can. So we'll never stop growing. We'll never stop attacking. And how good is it, Jalen, to get uh, Jalen Rager back into the mix? Obviously, he's been dealing with some things on a personal level. How do you keep him engaged, and how important is he to this offense? I think with Jalen, you know, I, I I told him I, you know, I'm there for him in any way, shape, uh, or form, and I know I know you know all those things are tough to deal with, but I, I told him I'm there for him. Anything I can do, I'm I'll be there, and I know that, you know, at the end of the day, we all have a great opportunity. He has a great opportunity to do something really special this year, and um, I know he's hungry. So, you know, coming out here every day with the intent and never losing focus of that, never 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 letting that leave your mind that. Hey, we want to accomplish something big this year. We're going to lock in and we're going to work. We're going to challenge each other, challenge ourselves, and get it done. Jalen, you, you had said that you're trying to get, obviously, 1% better every day. From the beginning of camp, if you're self-evaluating yourself, how much do you think you have progressed from day one to where we are uh, today? And I think we're taking steps uh, taking steps every day. I think we've taken steps every day. Um, getting getting comfortable in the offense and getting a feel for everything, and more importantly, getting a feel for what Coach Sirianni, Coach BJ, and Coach Steichen, what they want me to do and how they want me to do it. And um, I clearly understand that they don't want to take away any of my athleticism, but 
we haven't gotten to a point where that's need to be displayed. So, you know, we're just playing ball, trying to execute, um, lead the offense and be efficient, you know, be efficient with what we're doing. Given how much more comfortable you just said that you've been, on the other side of things, how has it been now that you've had a few days and a few practices to be this team's leader, to be the guy? Is that kind of becoming more the norm than, than, than something new? You know, I don't, I, I don't get into it in that way. I don't ever really look at it that way, you know. I don't know how it's viewed on the outside, but I just try and come in, come in here and be myself. Every day I walk in the building, I try and be myself. And, um, if that's, you know, talking to a few guys or being uplifting or um, going out there and setting the tone and executing, doing my job, whatever that is, however it's viewed, I, I really don't know, but I just try and go do it, you know, and, you know. In the back room, Jalen, when, when Nick and Shane are both in there as well, what's, what's the dynamic like with those three coaches who's sort of leading the discussion? Well, I think you have, in that, in that room, you have three great minds, you know, you have three great minds, um, three people with a lot of experience, and um, I respect them a lot. And they, they challenge me. They, they coach me very hard. And, I mean, I, I love it. I embrace that. And I, I challenge myself every time I go on the field. You know, we're all competitive. We all want to do it right. We all want to be, you know, like Coach Boone says, you want perfection, you know. We all chase that. Um, and yeah, I, I love it. John, the offensive coach has said they're installing plays and see how well you can run them and what works for certain guys. How difficult is it with Devontae out? I mean, can you do some of those things mentally? How absolutely, absolutely. Um, absolutely. You know, I've always had the idea of, of playing a position is, you know, how can I make the play right? Um, regardless if that's, you know, throwing the ball away or, you know, checking it down, taking my, my free access throw or taking what they give me being patient, how can I make the play right, you know? And I think regardless who, of who's out there, um, whoever steps on that field, all 11 people, as I alluded to earlier, if everybody can do their job, you know, probably a positive play coming. So just a matter of execution, you know, and, and doing what we need to do. Obviously, you want to have all your guys out there, but it's training camp, and um, we need everybody right now. You've spoken out defense for five days now, uh, five practices. What challenges do they present? And has anybody stood out to you on that side of the ball? Repeat your question. I was thinking about something else. Y'all were, were screaming at each other again. I was like, I was like yeah, they, there they go. What'd you say? Uh, you've been practicing against this defense for five days now, I guess. And uh, what challenges do they present? And who, if anybody, has stood out to you from that side of the ball? I think you you know, you know see those guys at the in the front, front seven, playing really well. Everybody's playing well, you know, I think. On both sides of the ball, everybody's learning the techniques of what they're being coached to do, trying to do them and execute it. Um, and I think they're doing what they're coached to do. You know, they're um, playing hard. They're definitely flying to the ball and, and ripping at it, you know, ripping at it, trying to trying to force a turnover. So. Jalen, Shane spoke about you throwing the deep ball in our session before practice. What goes in to being effective throwing deep ball? And how much of a, of a part of your game do you want that to be? Um, you know, every, everybody wants wants to hit the money ball, the money shot, the ooh-ah play, you know. And I think that's very important in the offense, being able to stretch the defense and, and, and have deep threats like we have, you know. And I think you you have to be patient with it. You have to be patient with it. You got to take what they give you. You got to take what they give you. And um, when, when your shots come, you know, hit them.
Jaylen, two more for Joe. Uh, training camp's obviously a high-pressure situation. It's a grind. What do you do to decompress during like this time period, this month, and the season? <sighs> really, <laughs> it's really a constant grind for me. Um, I'm always in the, in the coaches here, trying to learn something, trying to, you know, build on something what what I haven't done or what I could be doing, you know. If I'm trying to relax, I may play some Anita Baker, Frankie Beverly, or something, and kick my feet up in the Normie Tech boots. What's, the, what's your favorite song? <laughs> Depends on the day, you know. I, I I don't know if y'all heard the music out there, but that was my playlist. I think energy was pretty good today at practice, so I may have to make one tonight again for tomorrow. Hey, John, it looks like, looks like you have on your wrist uh, the plays. Uh, how do you feel about it? Is that something that you're just doing this year because you're learning a new offense? Is that something you've always done? Is that something you think you'll do this season? Um, we did it last year as well, and I think it's, it's, it's pref- preference on the coach. Um, I don't mind having it or not having it. You know, it's a rather of Coach Steichen, you know, giving it to me and telling me, hey, let's roll, and whatever works for us is going to work, you know. That's what we'll do it. Challenge you mentioned the defense a little bit. As a quarterback, I'm interested. Do you notice like the length of a player like Josh Sweat? He's somebody who stood out to me. Is he? Are you aware of that when a player like that is on the other side? I think he's a. Uh, I think he's a pretty damn good DN in this league. Um, athleticism off the charts. You know, even even when I played against him at Florida State. You know, when I was at Alabama, we played Florida State. Um, you know, he was circled on the on the um, scouting report. And so the length he has, he can be disruptive, especially in the, you know, the read option game and stuff. So uh, I like him. All right. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, And lastly, offensive tackle Jordan Mailata. Jordan, um, Nick was speaking to us about the shape that you're in and, and, and that you've cut down weight. What went into that this offseason, and where are you now? I think I had to you know, take a hard look at myself and be honest about the productivity I could produce uh, for this team. And uh, you know, going into that six or seven week break that we had, kind of stayed here with the guys, uh, with our strength trainers, and just kind of designed a program that would get me in a, a nice professional routine that you know I too, had been lying to myself about for a long time. You know, I thought I had a routine every day. Uh, don't get me wrong; it was it was a pretty good routine, but when we broke it down to, you know, when are you eating? What time are you eating? Uh, when are you stretching out? When are you working out every day? Um, you know, just kind of that stuff. What time are you going to bed? What time are you waking up? Just trying to get the details down uh, on and off the field. So that was one thing that we did this year. Do you feel a difference? Oh, yeah, 100%. And what were some of the details that, that you changed? Diet, um, focusing on different areas of my body part with flexibility um, and core. So. What was the toughest thing to get rid of diet-wise? I mean, I mean, it's diet, man. <laughs> no more fast. I mean, I never, I wasn't a big fast food eater, so yeah, just kind of, just focused on what I needed to eat, right? You know, good portion meals, and you know, I could have a cheat day here and there. And when I did, I don't want to discuss my cheat day details, but just leave it like that. That's a question that I'll never tell the answer to. <laughs> you can rep your home country during preseason games. How do you feel about that? Pretty psyched with that, to be honest. Wear the Australian flag and also the American flag, so it's going to be a nice little touch. I think it's about time, but yeah, we'll see what happens. And Matt is with you mm-hmm. on that. Matt Leo is obviously with you on that. Do you guys have a little, a little bond there? 
Yeah, of course. We've even got Aaron as well. Don't forget about Aaron. Come on now. Come on. Three Aussies here. We've got to count them all. Um, but yeah, we we're all pretty stoked. We, we spoke about it. Um, and yeah, we're pretty happy that we get to wear and represent our country. So if they could have a Samoan flag, that'd be nice too. <clears throat> Uh, to be honest with that, uh, every year it's been a competition for me. First thing for me is just to make this team. It's always been my approach and it always will be going forward. Um, and that's the, the God's honest truth. So long as the competition is, the real comp starts tomorrow when the pads come on. Um, you know, every day we both come to work trying to give the best that we can and I feel like we're both giving each other a, a, a good bargain for our money. So, yeah, it's been a good comp so far for Dillard and I, but um, first things first, you know, I always say I've got to make this team first and that's always been my mentality. Do you know where you stand in the competition day to day? Like the Stout tell you like who's winning or who won that day? or, or Mate, The only thing Stout tells me is when I'm wrong and that's all I need to know, okay? It's the only thing I need to know because it's the God's honest truth that I need to correct my mistakes. So that's the only thing I know. And the only time he other, the only other time he talks to me is when I'm up. If I'm up or when Dillard's up. And that's when we, we you know, get the ball rolling and we go from there. Jason Kelsey described the left tackle competition the other day as, as potentially life-changing for both you guys. Mm -hmm. You know, given that starting left tackles make a lot of money in this league. Have, have you allowed yourself to sort of think about it in that, in that way? Nah, mate. <laughs> to be honest, I don't really think that far. I'm always thinking about how sore my body is the first thing I wake up. So I'm like, all right, I've got to get to work and start recovery. So, yeah, I don't really get too far with my thinking. Um, like I said, you guys have known me from from my rookie year. It's always trying to get better every day. Um, and I always say that hard work takes care of itself. So if it is in the cards for me to you know, achieve that kind of whatever it is, you know, it'll happen. But I... Just focus on the next day and just try and keep getting better, guys. Is it hard for it not to get personal when you're competing for a job of that caliber with guys you've been going to war with, you know, for years now? Are you talking about offense or defense? Try and get you personal. Know, like, like with you and Andre, is, is it hard to, to make things not personal when you're, you guys are competing for the same job? No, it's not hard to make make it personal at all. I think when I when I do take it personal, it's against the defense. Uh, I'll never take it against Dillard. So, yeah, it's nothing personal between Dylan and I, but when, it, when I do take stuff personally, it's because I'm trying to, you know, do my job against the defense or if, I, if I've, you know, missed a rep or mental, missed a mental assignment, you know, so that's the only time I'll take it serious. And so, Jordan, uh, how excited are you to get the pads on tomorrow? Obviously, that's where offensive linemen can shine, and you guys have been rotating, so if that mm -hmm. holds up, you'll be with the first team tomorrow. Yep. Is this a big opportunity for you? Yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait to get the pads on. I'm sick of defense, you know, pulling our jerseys, trying to get us to throw us out of the park like they're wrestlers. You know, it's, it's crazy. I feel like at the end of every session, my shirt's ripped or something. It's just all the jersey grabbing, so I'm kind of sick of that and over it. And, you know, when the, when the time comes tomorrow to put those pads on, it's going to be a nice battle between defense and offense. Jordan, I wanted to ask you about Joe Osman. You know, you guys have been in camp with each other last Smoking Joe! <laughs> Right. So what has it been like the last few years? I mean, how has he helped you develop? And, I mean, what's what's it been like off the field getting to know each other? Joe and I have a great relationship off the field, um, and it carries on to the field as well. Every time we have beaten each other, we always have a word in the locker room about what we could do better. And, you know, we're pretty honest with 
our technique. So if he comes up to me or if I've if he's beaten me, I'll go up to Joe and I'll ask him, you know, what did you see? And he will tell me you overset or I saw your inside hand was kind of, you know, low and you weren't going to get there in time. And just, you know, being honest with each other and helping each other get better every day. So, yeah. On, on days when you're with the first team, does, mm-hmm. does that resonate with you? Like, are those days different than the other ones? No. Every day is the same. When I'm with the twos, I'm, I'm okay, I shouldn't say it like that. But when I'm with the twos, I, I try and play as hard as I can just like I'm playing with the ones. I owe that to my teammates to give everything I can. So I don't want to say, you know, like, it was just because I'm not with the ones, I'm going to half-ass it, part of my language. But, yeah, I'm not going to half-ass it and, uh, you know, take it easy one day. You know, Stout's always on me about always playing hard, practicing hard and fast, and that's the way I want to, you know, be about my business. Stoutland said during the spring that, that a big part of that competition is going to be the synchronization with the other stars, with the established guys. Uh, what goes into that for you on, on those days when, when you were the ones? It's all just about yeah, building that rapport with you know, your left guard and also with your tight end that comes across too. Just trying to get in on the same level, same, uh, uh, I guess, technique when you're executing, making sure that we're hitting the bag or hitting the person at the same time. Um, it's all about timing. I know Stout says that a lot as well. So timing's a big thing as well. Josh talked the other day about uh, how much harder it is to go against you, the, the kind of progress that you've made for the last couple of years. How about the reverse of that? I mean, what's, it, uh, what's it like to <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of harder. He, I spoke to him earlier this week, or actually last week too. I said, um, I said, why do you keep jumping off the ball? And he goes, well, you're getting harder and harder every year. So you're not the same person you were you know, when you first came in. And I said, yeah, that's cool, but why are you cheating the snap count? I said, you didn't answer my question. Why are you cheating the snap count? And he goes, and he told me exactly the same thing. And I said, man, I said, I, I have an inkling. I know what he's doing. And I think he's watching me when I get off. Sweat is, is a damn good defensive end. And he's going to be a threat this year. Jordan, do you enjoy having a mobile quarterback? And I guess uh, as a follow-up to that, um, you know, when you're for Jalen or, you know, just knowing the skill set to be able to scramble around, like, how does that fit well with both you and setting the edge but also having to scramble around yourself? Uh, I don't really think about Jalen that much when I'm back there. Um, yeah, even with the twos, I can't think like that. I just think about executing my assignment. And if it's pass pro, I'm always looking to get off the ball first. That's the first, first and foremost, the first thing I think about. Um, I never think about who's behind me because uh, you know, it will distract me from knowing the cadence. And that's the biggest problem between, like, well, it's not a problem, but the, the differentiates between each quarterback, how they say their cadence. And that's the first thing you've got to focus on rather than focusing on their skill set. I don't really focus on that. Lane was describing the offensive line room the other day um, and saying that you know it's sort of relentless in terms of making fun of each other and stuff like that. What do they get on you for? Uh, man, I'm not going to tell you what they're telling me. <laughs> I'm not, um, it's, it's pretty funny. I'll tell you what, Lane's one of the funniest people in this team, and uh, he has some, some good calls. When he, he's, like, he's got very good memory of like, all the film that he's watched from like, any movie. And like he would just like say, hey, doesn't he kind of look like this guy from this movie? And yeah, just he's always clowning somebody every day, and it's kind of nice to have that, like you know, just a little laugh every day when you're in the war zone. I was gonna ask Last you one, folks. Che- you know, you talk about sweat, cheating, snap count. You you have that first step in the pass pro that looks like Jason Peters a little bit. You're really pushing that envelope. You know, getting started. 
maybe a little early yeah. or not. But uh, I, I mean, I'd like to from JP and Lane. So there's a, some some stuff I picked from both of them, and you know, try and fit my game. But uh, yeah, definitely learned that from JP and Lane. Games that you've implemented into yours that you can. Of course, I'm trying to keep the guy in front like Lane, trying to do everything I can, stay low like JP, and yeah, just keep developing my game every day. So. All right, thanks, George. Thanks, George. Uh, that concludes. For more news, daily training camp analysis, and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.